uh, go in grace and make disciples. 682. Right, this looks like it has gone live. Uh, so we're just getting ready for our uh, church service of worship at 11 o'clock. Uh, it's about six minutes to go. So apologies if you hear us um, pottering about doing other things. And uh, do stay tuned for the service at 11. I just need to set up the uh, video. It's also going to be available on Facebook Live video. Uh, if you uh, wish to get the order of service with the hymn words, there is a link in the description to a Google Drive, uh, as there has been in previous weeks when we've done a pre-recorded. So you should be able to link to that, get the PDF file and uh, follow along the service. If you don't have that and you do happen to have a church hymnary uh, fourth edition or uh, hymns of glory songs of praise hymns are number 111 and number 682 there's also a new blessing song at the end All right, this is okay. So this should be us now live, both on Podbean as an audio uh, live podcast and live on Facebook. And if you are tuning in and you're able to post any comments, it would be really helpful if you can say whether you can hear me. Just realized I haven't got that microphone on. Uh, and if you uh, can see me, if you're looking on Facebook live. Uh, but I realise that streaming two lives might be tricky for our internet. So let's uh, see if anyone is tuning in. Um, we've just got a few minutes before our official service time starts. It's a bit different to the uh, opening of uh, church normally when there's a bit of a gathering, a bit of a buzz. Uh, as people catch up, um, a bit different too to what we've been doing the last few weeks of simply pre-recording an audio service for you to listen to at your own convenience. But of course, you can watch back and listen back to this at your own convenience too. Not seeing any comments as yet.
I know it's not like me to be early, and maybe that's what people are just waiting for 11 o'clock. Uh, oh, is that Mary tuned in? Oh, we've got a few tuned in. Excellent. Uh, good stuff. Well, that's great. A few tuned in on Facebook anyway. Never been live on Podbean before, so I'm not quite sure how that all works. Um, but any of the six or seven uh, people um, who are joined in tonight, eight even, uh, if you can post to let me know, can you hear me? Can you hear me? A wee message would be really reassuring at this point. So. Hmm. One, two, one, two. Can you hear me? Not getting any comments there. Hmm. Little bit concerned about the sound there. Testing, testing. You can hear coming through that. Well, I can only hope and trust that you can hear what I'm going to say. And it's coming up to 11 o'clock. And uh, I wonder if we might soon be ready to start. Mm. Oh great, I've had a reassurance that I can be seen and heard. That's always encouraging. <laughs> great, for a moment there I thought it was all going to go uh, horribly wrong. So welcome. This is Garkosh and Glenboig Parish Churches, though we happen to be using the Garkosh building. Uh, it's our service for Sunday the 7th of June. Trinity Sunday. I'm Dave Slater. I'm glad to have you watching and listening, hopefully, uh, on Facebook, uh, on Podbean, and uh, thereafter, if you're listening to the recording or watching back the recording, they should be available in the usual way. You can download the order of service for the hymn words. Uh, links are in the descriptions, both on Facebook and on Podbean. And uh, if you're using the telephone service to listen back later on, then I hope that a neighbour or friend might have been able to get a copy of the order for you, or that you'll be able to recognise and sing along with some of our hymns, uh, some of the parts of, of the two uh, hymns and the blessing song that we include. We do have notices at the end of our order of service, but just to remind you, I will go live again this afternoon at four o'clock for a cuppa and a chat and on Wednesday evening uh, for our prayer service at half past seven. I would encourage you, if you want to post the odd comment during the service, uh, to feel uh, that you're uh, responding and interacting, you're more than welcome. We don't have specific responses uh, for you, but you're welcome to uh, post uh, if you wish to do that. Today would have been uh, our communion service. 
And although we're unable as yet to gather it in this building for communion or in any building, I wanted to give a, a sense of communion or fellowship at least by reflecting on communion. Now, I was going to say uh, calling it an agape meal, perhaps not a full meal, but we're still having something to eat and drink together. So hopefully you've got a bit of bread uh, and a drink of juice or water to hand uh, for later in the service if you wish to participate in that way. The psalmist writes, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is mankind that you're mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Apologies for the mobile tings. Uh, let's worship God as we sing or listen to the hymn, Holy, Holy, Holy. As I say, if you happen to have a copy of the uh, Hymns of Glory, the Church Hymnary, 4th edition, it's number 111. And uh, again, any feedback on the balance between my voice and the organ would be uh, appreciated in real time so I can tweak any levels that we need to. Holy, holy, holy. Earth and sky and sea. 
Henry Ewart uh, will lead us. Uh, Henry's our session clerk at Garkosh and will lead us in prayer. As we come before you this morning, Lord, we pray that we will seek you and your will throughout the world and ask for your blessing on all branches of your church. Save us, Lord, from being complacent when the world has so much need. We pray for your church in Scotland that our hopes from congregations may be sensitive to the promptings of your spirit. To create the fight for the homeless and the poor, help us, Lord, not to be insensitive to their needs. We pray for help for all trouble. We pray for strength for all sickness, deliverance of all in persecution. Persecution, Lord, for the physical, social, or mental must be one of the worst types of pain. Those who persecute must also be part of the prayers as well as persecuted. We thank you, Lord, that you give us what we need to store up for the storms of life. Faith in Jesus Christ. And we know, Lord, you will answer our prayers in your own way. And you will not let us down in our hour of need. We thank you for the day, Lord. There are times when we get disheartened and are tempted to give up, and you keep us going. Give thanks, Lord, in our times of weakness and loneliness, we can turn to you for the relief and the help. We pray for those people who have lost their faith. The leader shall come to the back of you. Show them once again, Lord, what they know and so easily forget. That we have a heavenly Father who wants to get good gifts to his children. Touch them, Lord, and urge them once more to come. Help us, Lord, never to live with faith. Help you to make it grow. If our faith loses, Lord, there is always doubt. Fear and anxiety ready to move in. Let us remember that Jesus asked his disciples, Where is your faith? He's asking us the same question today. We get back to this joyful celebration of Christ's presence among us today, which provides a living memorial to sacrifice for us. That one marvelous and repeatable sacrifice. We thank you, Lord. This is what we share in the sacrament of communion. We thank you that you have given us this time where you can think sexually about our lives. And you have given us this time to think about our faith as we confess our faith before you. Lord, as we come together at this communion, we share so much. 
We share the common memory of Jesus Christ. We share common gratitude to our Lord, who loved us and gave himself for us. And we share common well-being if we pledge to him. These are the things that bind us to each other and to Christ Jesus. And in Christ's morning, Lord, we give thanks for your grace and goodness to show to us all. Amen. Amen. Thanks for Henry to pre-record that and apologies if the sound level was not perfect and gathering that it might have been quite faint. But I trust that we still experience that sense of, of prayer and approach to God. A few uh, news things to share. Um, some of you may be aware that the uh, schools, uh, or rather the, the whole North Lancashire, has had a, a sports uh, award, uh, and two of our local schools uh, were involved in the receiving of those awards. So congratulations to Emma Green, who goes to Preston High School, uh, and to Glenboy Primary School uh, as a whole. The Sport Awards 2020, Emma won the school sport champion in the pupil category, and Glenboy Primary, uh, who've put an awful lot of work in, into uh, there, I'm sure Emma has put a lot of work into to her uh, sport advocacy as well, uh, from what I was hearing. But Glenboy, I know, put a lot into their uh, sports, uh, and particularly involvement in basketball, but other things too. They won primary sports school of the year. Uh, which follows on to the recent Gold Award from Sports Scotland. So fantastic effort from them. Congratulations to both and to all the award winners in that. Also, our ongoing collection for Coatbridge Food Bank, I'm not sure if I actually remember to put out a social media post this week, but uh, we were hoping uh, for six bags of groceries, having had, I think, two, four, and five in the previous weeks. We actually got 12 bags of groceries. So thank you for, uh, if you were able to contribute to that. Again, you can leave in bags at the gates of 102 Walking Road or message us for a pickup, uh, and this will be uh, very much appreciated uh, at this time. And uh, again, newsletters should have gone out to uh, most members and uh, adherents or parts of the church family. One or two, I'm afraid, of the outline areas didn't get delivered by today. But if you wish uh, that by email or indeed uh, by post in the future, you can contact us to let us know uh, for that. My plan is that email news will go out more regularly and the newsletter printed version will be uh, still on the usual sort of quarterly basis. Birthdays that I'm aware of, you can always uh, contact me to let me know if I've missed any. I think in recent times we've had Andrew Little, uh, Elaine Smith and Jean Mason and upcoming Miss Tracy Gentle. Uh, so uh, and of course, uh, how could I forget, um, another birthday upcoming is our own Beth Slater. Beth uh, is having her party, virtual party this afternoon, uh, and uh, her birthday is this week. So, uh, very happy birthday to all of those. And as always, keep uh, those families and friends of those who passed away in your prayers. Uh, in particular, uh, we've had a message about uh, Ian, uh, the son of Alfie and Alison. Uh, so do remember them, but others that you know who are ill or in the hospital too. 
Uh, next part of the service is our reading. Uh, Betty McDonald, session part, uh, Glenn Boyd uh, has recorded that for us, and hopefully that will come through uh, again now. The reading this morning is the Second Corinthians chapter 13, verses 11 to 14. Finally, brothers, goodbye. Aim for perfection. Listen to my appeal. Be of one mind. Live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the saints send their greetings. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. May God add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. Amen. Amen, and thanks again to Betty for recording that for us. Um, apologies if I seem a little bit uh, uh, not relaxed. This is all uh, quite uh, new and uh, so many different things to, to bear in mind, but hopefully we're uh, getting through okay. I'm also told that the comments initially weren't enabled, and so that's why people weren't commenting at the beginning when I was hoping that people tuned in. So apologies for that and thank you for those who have uh, texted me. But apologies for the text tones which are muted on my phone but not on my laptop which is also enabled to the scene. So that's why you keep hearing the tape. Many of us know what we call the grace, that last verse in the reading that Betty gave us. But you might not have been able to pinpoint where it came from, from the close of the second letter to the Corinthians. I think uh, today, having it came up in our uh, lectionary readings, the, the readings that were shared by a large portion of the wider church, it's worth looking at this whole sign-off section from Paul, which concludes a letter where he was justifying his integrity and authority and speaking out against false teaching. He encourages the believers, the brothers and sisters, as some translations would have it, to aim for perfection to listen to his appeal, to be of one mind, to live in peace. Now there's an awful lot in just those four instructions which seem quite active, focused on what the recipients of the letter should do to aim, to listen, to live in particular ways. And that's continued on into the instruction to greet one another with a holy kiss, which is a phrase also seen in other letters of Paul and also in First Peter. It would be likely in reference to a sign of peace exchanged during the communion or Eucharist service. And from early on in Christian history, this would be with women and men sitting separately, with only women kissing women and men kissing men. And in a Mediterranean and Judean context, a kiss would also have been familiar as a greeting, again, amongst men and women. But Paul also points to an outcome of these acts. Aiming at perfection, or putting things in order, as another translation reads. Listening to Paul's appeal, and being in unity and peace. He says, the God of love and peace will be with you. It's not only a one-way thing, but as well as doing, 
There is also being, there's receiving. God will be with you. And that feels like the concluding verse, the grace itself, that idea also, that these specific qualities of grace and love and fellowship of the three persons of God are prayed to be with all of you. Perhaps we might also ask, why is grace described as a particular characteristic of Jesus? Why love described of God, not the Father? Why communion or fellowship of the Spirit? Well, as I've shared before and borrowed from elsewhere, we might often think of God's riches at Christ's expense, T-R-A-C-E. Or the idea that grace is what is received even though it's undeserved. In that perspective, surely it's from and through Jesus, his works, his action in dying and rising and indeed ascending, as we marked recently, his continuing intercession on our behalf with his Father. All of these are freely given and undeserved by any, even the minister, no matter how good or righteous we might think we are. None of us measure up to that perfect standard that we can aim for it. The love of God the Father is fundamental to how we understand our faith and our scriptures. A loving parent who gave everything, including his only begotten son, to save his children, his people. And the communion or fellowship of the Holy Spirit is what all the saints, the believers, what we ourselves share and have in common. It was the reason that Jesus went to the Father, so that the Spirit could come and empower and enable us to live freely in the love of God by the grace of Christ. Of course, all this feels a little jarring in the current situation. We certainly can't kiss one another when the public health mantra is still rightly two meters, social distancing, limited time, visiting others in the open. We perhaps don't feel like we're having the fellowship that we normally would, where we're sharing news week by week in the seats or the pews, catching up over a cup of coffee afterwards, meeting folk in the street, at the shop, in the club, at cinema and restaurants. All that has been gone for some time. And we might even feel uneasy about it returning, either due to our own health situations, the health of our loved ones, or just the sheer unused to it of being indoors and locked down for so long. I've joked about feeling almost institutionalized at times. Our culture also is largely not one where a kiss is necessarily a regular greeting unless it's between particular family members or close friends. Our church perhaps hasn't always, dare I suggest, either of our churches, been completely comfortable with the peace during communion. I think you've all got used to me running around the church at the end of the service now. Even communion itself, last celebrated here, of course, by Reverend Alan Donaldson, and missed during Holy Week, it's not something that I feel I can say can happen virtually, fully online. But even if all of this is jarring, there are plenty of Bible texts that jar with us in our world. We're not simply called to conform to the pattern of the world. There are things that seem far removed, things that are not possible in our culture. History from a foreign land, a foreign time, 
prophecy of a future that seems fantastical at best and confusing, even unbelievable at times. But nevertheless, they can still give us guidance and hope. To listen to Paul's appeal, the appeal of the whole of Scripture, the appeal of the shepherd calling out to his sheep, asking his under-shepherds to bring more into the sheepfold. The pursuit of perfection and good order, though I do always remember my uh, university lecturer in Hebrew grammar, I think it was Hebrew grammar, uh, accusing me of the fruitless pursuit of perfection. I was always looking for a perfect score and arguing with the answers uh, in the tests. It may be ultimately unachievable, it's still something that, that we can aim for. Being of one mind, in agreements, living in peace, not always easy. These are our wishes, our desires that can contrast with the world around us, but are still valuable to hold as aims and goals and values. And in this time of COVID, it's perhaps even more important, since we can't and shouldn't have close contact, to exchange greetings however we can, virtually, online, by phone, even a letter. Who still buys stamps? Many of us do, I know. And many have found that even though we might make wide swerves as we pass in the street, that there are more friendly greetings than ever before, perhaps because of that. We don't want people to think we're being rude. So we swerve out and go, hello, good morning, good afternoon. Pre-lockdown, I'd even started to try and wave at every car I passed when I was driving. Something that's normal on certain Scottish islands and smaller communities. Sadly, I haven't maintained that. But what a joy it is when someone else responds with a wave back from the car. When someone else exchanges that greeting with you from the other side of the road. We see each other. We feel more connected. And that's something that online groups can help with too. And we trust and hope and pray that the God of love and peace will indeed be with us, helping us to love, to be at peace. Then indeed, we will experience Jesus' grace, the Father's love, the Spirit's communion and community. May it be so. Amen. Before I move on to the next section, I'm just going to check some of these comments which I can't quite see very clearly to make sure I'm not missing anything. No, I think we're okay, so I'll press on. You'll see that this service is slightly longer than the recorded ones we've had, but isn't that traditional communion time anyway. But this is not communion. With no criticism of those ministers and churches who have held online celebrations of it, I felt and feel that I can't say this is communion because we're unable to all eat one bread and drink one cup. But it is a time when we can give thanks. So let us first of all do that. Let us pray. Lord God, we give thanks for your love for us, your gifts to us, for your Son who saved us and your Spirit who enables us. And we ask for your forgiveness in our mistakes, faults and failings, knowing that you are faithful to forgive, that your mercies are new every morning. We ask that in this service, though we may not precisely be celebrating communion, that nonetheless you will be with us as we're gathered in your name, as we eat and drink, 
looking back to that last supper and the years and centuries of faithful witness and as we look ahead not only to your coming again but sooner to that time when we may be able to gather in person as well as in spirit and in truth to eat and drink and participate in this great truth and mystery we pray in jesus name amen i read from acts chapter 2. they devoted themselves to the apostles teaching and to fellowship to the breaking of bread and to prayer everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles all the believers were together and had everything in common they sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts they broke bread in their homes and they ate together with glad and sincere hearts praising god and enjoying the favor of all the people and the lord added to their number daily those who were being saved when i was thinking about this this time this service a few weeks ago that reading from acts came up in the lectionary and i thought it was worth saving for now and reflecting on there are again jarring elements things that we can't do all the believers were together and had everything in common and yet one of the things that has been notable about this lockdown time is people have been clearing things out and posting things on the facebook page or wherever saying uh, i've got this free to a good home or i'm selling that we're maybe not having everything in common but we're certainly sharing things around helping others out with the purchase of yeast or flour or toilet rolls but as restrictions are being eased yet we're still in a form of lockdown surely some of the best things that we can do are devoting ourselves to the apostles teaching and to prayer fellowship as we've said is harder online might be a helpful replacement for some but for others we can get too much screen time or just want our own company or the company of others in an actual garden or on the street and the breaking of bread whether you think of that as a full shared meal together or a communion service it's not possible yet in those ways that it used to be and so first of all i thought that an agape meal would be a good name for what we would do today but that's not really right either as many church traditions think of that as more of being a full meal together as a church fellowship that includes bread and wine and juice so what is this perhaps the best thing to do is to recognize that we are in exile from our building from our normal worship our pattern our gathering together and to hold on to even embrace that exile and loss while also remembering and even longing for what used to be for what will we trust be again it's perhaps best thought of as a remembrance of remembering so if you wish to join in with me and you have something to hand like a roll or bread or a cracker some juice or water whatever you have then let's join together lord we break bread remembering the way we would share the holy fellowship lamenting the temporary loss of the familiar and we remember and give thanks that these restrictions do not restrict the power of jesus sacrifice giving his body to be broken on the cross
And Lord, we drink the cup, recognizing that no distance can separate us from your love. No virus can interfere with the new covenant made in Christ and proclaimed through the generations. We think of other times when your people have been exiled or separated from the old or new normal, the children of Israel in the desert, or the times when the supply of priests or ministers in Christian history was low, where due to schism or reformation or war, there were too few who were authorized to conduct. And we know that nonetheless your spirit was there as your spirit is here. We move to our prayers of intercession and pray that God and loving Heavenly Father, you would hear those situations we bring before you, those that are at the forefront of our minds, all our cares and concerns. In particular, our name, Bill, who's in hospital, be with him and Jean and the family and bring him to full health again, we pray. We remember Alfie and Alison losing suddenly son Ian in an accident. Such tragedy and what grief that must be, especially in the midst of this time of restrictions on funerals. Be with them and all the wider family. We pray for those others who've lost loved ones, those others who are sick and ill, those who have lost plans and opportunities to get married, to have baptisms, to go on with life as previously expected. Hold us, help us in this exile to have that sense of familiarity, of faith in you, and of trust that the future will be okay. Lord, be with governments and leaders, with those advising and those seeking to do the best and right thing. And be with those who listen, that the message may be clear and may be held to where it's given. On this weekend, where it's been the anniversary of D-Day, we give thanks again for those who fought and in many cases sacrificed lives for peace. We pray always for peace among nations, that never again may war come amongst us and between us. And we pray against racism and hatred and violence, and we pray for those who peacefully protest for their rights and for justice. Many situations are complex, we know, we long for that day when all are treated equally and fairly. Lord God, we bring all our prayers before you and we ask that you hear them and will answer them in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ who taught his friends to pray together, saying, perhaps you'd like to join him, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. But thine is the kingdom, power, and the glory forever. Amen.
we sing again to a well-known tune, the hymn, Go in Grace and Make Disciples, 682, if you happen to be looking at the hymn book. Go in Grace and Make Disciples. Ourselves and following 
good hygiene guidance. May that grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all this day, this week, and always. Amen. We sing a blessing song that may be new to you. It was new to Tom and myself up until this week. And it combines not only those words of the grace with those of the ironic blessing that we often sing at baptisms. It's called simply, May the Grace. Spirit be with us.